issues. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Two Monkeys in a Pond podcast. I'm I your host, Dylan. I have to go back and edit that. I'm your other host, Paul. And we've got two very special guests today. Introduce yourselves. I'm Cole. I'm Emma Shrubble. Wow, last name. Yeah. My name is my last name is Fuller. Uh, in case that was necessary. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to the podcast, guys. Uh, we have a tradition here at the pond. Uh, you identify with an animal that doesn't belong in a pond. We are two monkeys. So, what animals are you guys that wouldn't belong in a pond? I I oh, it doesn't belong in a pond. Does a does a black bear belong in a pond? No. It, it visits the pond, but I don't believe it belongs in the pond. Yeah. No. They're more river folks. Yeah. Than. I, I identify with the black bear. Yeah, black bear in a pond. Nice. I'm gonna say a horse. A horse. I don't know why. Yeah, that works. Yeah. 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 Emma the yeah. horse. Cole the black bear. Yes. Paul the monkey. Dylan. The chimpanzee. No, they're not monkeys. We've been over this. <laughs> they're apes. Chimpanzees, gorillas. They're apes. They're not monkeys. Monkeys are hey, the ones that have tails. Save that for complaining corner. This is a complaining. <laughs> it's not a complaint. You're just an, an idiot. Er, an early preview of the complaining corner. Yeah. Um, so we're switching things up. Uh, Dylan, halfway through the podcast, is going to test a new thing. Listen, That's guys. Right. As fun as us talking nonsensically about everything and anything. I think I made up that word. But anywho, yeah, I think you did too. Uh Structure is nice and important, and we need more viewers. <laughs> Yesterday, I was talking to Dylan, and I said, hey, Dylan, you listened to the last podcast. He goes, yeah. I said, I'm thinking about, like, if we want to add some structure, we can have, like, people on pick a topic of, like, stories to tell, and everybody tells stories on that topic. And he goes, I see what you're saying. No. <laughs> but I do want to add structure. I'm like, all right, Dylan, just shut I, it down, huh? <laughs> I think segments are what we need, not like an overall topic. No, it's not. Like every when, week's when, gonna be a when different guest thing. stories just... be a segment. <laughs> like last week, <laughs> the story, like topic was road trips. Yeah, and this they only week... told they only said the one story. You didn't give any road trip stories. Exactly, because we ran out of time. <laughs> but it was incredible, and it was fresh, and it was exciting, and it was fun. But, like, this week I was thinking, like, oh, we can do, like, camp camping or whatever and, like, have a different – not have everybody on tell road trips I have, trip a, I have a good camping story. <laughs> Go for it. Do. See, look at this, Dylan. We're doing it anyways. Okay, you want me to tell my good camping story? I absolutely story? do. All right, Dylan so doesn't. I do. Uh, I do. <laughs> it was my freshman year in college, and we were in Nashville, Tennessee, and me and three girlfriends decided we were going to go camping. Because I think we had a long weekend. Is Memorial Day weekend in the fall? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah. was Memorial Day weekend. And so we, like, rented a camp from ca- – or rented a tent from campus. So, like, you can rent one for, like, ten bucks. We were, like, perfect. I did, I did not know that's where you got that tent. Yeah. I've, I've wondered about that before. <laughs> yeah, you could get one from, like, the rec center or whatever. So we rented the tent. And we weren't thinking about, like – doing a reservation at a campsite yeah. so we pull up to the campsite and they're like yeah what's your reservation and we were like uh don't have one um and so they kicked 13? us out <laughs> reservation 13 <I> don't know. <laughs> right we were like okay but we didn't want to go back home we wanted to go camping yeah so we're like we'll just we'll just find a place we'll find a place to camp so we like drove around a little bit found this like park 
And we were like, sure, this will work. So mm. we like walk out behind some street, me and like three other freshman girls. We set up the tent. We set up our enos. We're like, this is great. We're like by a lake. We're camping. We did a little fire in a fire pit, like roasted some marshmallows, and it was awesome. And then at night, we're like hearing these fireworks. We're like, we should probably know where we are, but our phones weren't working. We're like, oh, I'm sure it's fine. We wake up the next day. We like pack up our stuff and we leave. And we look up where we were, and we were in Antioch, Tennessee. Those were probably not fireworks. They were probably gunshots. For the uneducated <laughs> on Nashville geography, Antioch is the part of town you don't want to be in. It's uh. really not the part of town you want to be in. And so that's we just went camping in a random park in Antioch. They're like, oh, fun, fireworks. <laughs> not fireworks, definitely gunshots. Four freshman girls. That's it's incredible. A good time. See, that's fun, Dylan. <laughs> I have a camping story. Okay, <laughs> tell it. One time I went camping. All right. <laughs> Good story. I have a camping story. Yeah, you do. I know you do. <laughs> do you know? I like yours. <laughs> so it was the beginning of, uh, it was like August of 2018, the beginning of the school year. And uh, so Zach was, Zach's my best friend. He's been on the pod. Uh, he was planning a camping trip at the pond. He said on the pod. We call it the pond. Remember? Right. Right. Anywho, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you're you're about to be freaking Ringo all alone. <laughs> Before this, we were talking about how we're going to be the Beatles and split up. Yeah. That's, Anywho. That's what that thing is. Anywho, <laughs> Zach, Zach was planning a camping trip with his uh, some of his DU friends. No, Air Academy friends. And... Uh, he invited some of the girls, uh, Jasmine and Claire and Ellie, from uh, UCS's Young Life. And he invited me, but uh, camping is not something I enjoy that much because I enjoy a soft bed that my spine can properly relax. Amen. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But Zach kind of – he kind of made me feel bad for not going because he was go- we, we were leaving on a Friday, and that morning I had to get my transmission replaced. Oh, uh, was that after the oil change – no, wait, that was before. This is, this is, this is when I got this my, when you Robin, my new car. Oh, Robin. I had to get the transformation replaced within the first couple months. Okay. It, it, it did not explode. <laughs> Dylan it just died. <laughs> Dylan used to drive a Kia Sorento just like me, and he forgot to get his oil changed for like three years, and it, and it broke. Listen. The engine was dry as bone. Okay. For that, <laughs> granted, back then, I really should have changed my oil more regularly. The thing is, is that one day the oil light came on on my dash. I was like, oh, shoot, I should get that changed. But like a few hours later or something, I got in the car and it was off and it never came back on. So I was like, oh, maybe it was just a glitch. And any reasonable human would have still went to go get their oil changed or just get it checked or whatever. Yeah, they would have looked in the left-hand corner of their windshield and seen, oh, I'm 4,000 miles overdue. I might get that changed. I never – I always took those off. What? Ah! <laughs> Please tell me you have it on Robin. Please. I do. I, okay. How often do you change your oil in your current car? Uh, every. I don't do it by the miles. I do it like every four or five months. You. Mm, <laughs> you're supposed to do it by the miles. Do All it, right. Do it by the miles. Anyways, you yeah. got your, uh, transmission. Hey, anywho, I was getting my transmission in place. It was like at like eight in the morning, uh, by the Chapel Hills Mall. 
and uh, I had to wait for like four hours, and I just didn't plan on getting a ride anywhere. I was planning on going to Library 21C, which is a super dope library campus that has tons of cool technology and stuff. But uh, they didn't open until like 10 on Friday. I was like, what the heck? And it was like 8 a.m. So, like, so I called Zach, and Zach had been partying the night before. So I woke him up, and he came and picked me up and drove me around town. And so he was like, you're going to come camping with me because I picked you up this morning. So I was like, fine. So, and I was exhausted the whole day. But anyway, we're leaving, and uh, we're driving. And I guess we're supposed to go somewhere east of Larkspur, which is in between the Springs and Denver. But I guess Zach didn't fully know where the camp location was. So we, like, for a while, we're just going the completely wrong way for, like, a while until it was, like, pretty dark. And then he was able to get hold of his Air Academy friends who were already at the camp place. And yeah. so we were able to get to the camp after, like, a two-hour journey when mm -hmm. it should have only been, like, an hour. Yeah. Right? And we get there. It's super dark. And at this point, I am, like, super sleep-deprived and, like, when I'm super sleep deprived, I get insane. Like I start, that I get usually that. happens with a lot of people. Right. And I'm like, not they, unique to you. That's why they call it sleep deprivation. Right. And I was, I was, <laughs> I was really, I, I was really mean and like grumpy, but I didn't care. Cause I was an asshole at that moment. Yeah. Anywho, uh, we get to the camp place and, I, I had gotten a hammock the Christmas before, and I hadn't used it yet, so I was super excited to use it. And I couldn't put it up, so Zach put it up for me. <laughs> uh, There's, but, like, a, a clip and some straps. Yeah. I, I should really use that again. Yeah. <laughs> I have it since that camp trip you <laughs> a year and a half ago. Yeah, maybe. It's all right. Um, <laughs> and so we get all settled. Yeah. <laughs> we, we get all settled. And first of all, they – Zach brought really shitty Keystone beer, and it was lukewarm. Was not happy. It's the best way to drink <laughs> Keystone, though. Maybe. I I don't think anyone wants to drink Keystone. No, you this shouldn't. Is, this is true. But if you do drink Keystone, <laughs> lukewarm is the best way. Yeah. And so and so Zach, <laughs> Zach and his Air Academy friends go decide to do like a late night hike, so Zach can go take pictures of the stars or whatever, because he's like that. Yeah. And uh, so I'm kind of chilling in my hammock, getting ready for bed. And then my the UCCS Young Life girls, Jasmine, Claire, and Ellie, they brought a dog, too. I forget the dog's name, but he was super cute. They were was in it when they were uh, watching, dog yeah. sitting? Yeah, yeah, Ellie was. Yeah, I remember that dog. Yeah. They had dog sitting, and they took the dog camping with them? Yeah. Yep. Responsible. Yeah. <laughs> Freshman year of college. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this sophomore year. Sophomore year for oh, them. So yeah. much better. Solid. Uh, Sorry about that. <laughs> and they were having fun in their uh, uh, tent, just talking or whatever. And I kind of felt lonely. So I, <laughs> so <laughs> I was sitting outside, and they are all inside. So I was like, I want to go inside. <laughs> and so I remember I, I took a Snapchat of just kind of me just, like, doing a bunch of theatrics. I forget what I said. But then they were like, Dylan come in the tent if you're that lonely <laughs> and so i did and then i guess somehow i just we had decided that i was going to sleep with them and not in my hammock and i slept in between all of them and like we didn't have enough pillows and like it wasn't comfortable at all and somehow and i somehow fell asleep and like i somehow stolen 
Claire's pillow from under her and use it for me. And I have no memory of this, but Claire <laughs> hates me for this. She's like, she like gets up and is dead ass just staring bullets into me. And like, I'm asleep. <laughs> She's just so, so pissed. And I wake up and they're all like, all the girls were pissed at me. I was like, what do I do? It's like everything. <laughs> so. Yeah, I heard I heard that story from the side of Jasmine and Claire, and it was funnier because they were like, he was awful, and the next morning you didn't do anything. You didn't help set up any tents. You didn't help take wow. down any tents. You, like, sat by the fire the entire time. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was not a happy camper. Yeah. Huh. But <laughs> hypothetically, if we were if someone were to take me camping next time, I'd I j- just don't bring me when I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> if if somebody's going to bring Dylan camping, just don't. As no, because well. yeah, just don't. Right yeah, just don't. <laughs> I I can be a good time. I feel like people that say <laughs> that aren't. Normally, people don't have to clarify that they're going to be a good time. Yeah. Do you no. think... <laughs> Normally, they just either are or aren't. Yeah. Either other people say, oh, they're great, they're awesome, it's a great time anytime you're with them, or the person themselves says, I always have a great time. It was so funny. So <laughs> <laughs> Last night, after you guys all left uh, Ivy Wild, me, Sophie, Brady, and Isaac were there until like 12.30. Yeah, I'm and, glad uh, I left then. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, because yes. yeah, Isaac got Max gave Isaac a cigar, like one of those hearty cigars, and we yep, smoked we that. that. Yeah, we smoked that for like two hours. But after a while, we were sitting in Brady's <laughs> just truck. Just one for, cigar. Just everybody the there passed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coronavirus, not a thing. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, we were sitting in Brady's truck for a while, and then we went over to next Axon Oak by the fires. And we were just kind of chilling there for a while. And then this kind of drunk group <laughs> comes out. And one of the guys, I think his name was Andy, super drunk, uh, he started talking to us. And uh, <laughs> he started, it, I, this is like a weird Gen X. I, they're probably millennials. Or people in like their mid-30s millennials, technically. Yeah. Yes, they're millennials. Uh, I yeah. guess they're millennials. But like the guy, Andy, he was just like super drunk. He's like, yeah, that's my wife over there. Ugh, I'm a, I'm her bitch, you know? it just started talking about like it was like my he was like trying to point out his wife and there's two women my wife's over there she's the hot one i think i'm just like i'm just like what is happening because i'm not really around like drunk people like that at all really (laughs) and he's just like and then he brought his wife over and they started talking. They had some gay friends, and they talk started talking about how like why do gay people like always look good and up until like their sixties, like their skin is like unwrinkly. And then the guy was like, I think it's because you know, girls don't stress when guys are dating guys. Guys don't stress other guys out like how women stress guys out, so they don't get as many <laughs> wrinkles and gray hairs. I was like, might yeah, be do on- I stress you out? <laughs> you might be onto something, Andy. <laughs> Speaking of relationships, <laughs> no, you don't stress me out. Here's a fun fact about our guests: they are fianced, engaged. Engaged is the word. Engaged is the word. <laughs> One does not become fianced. You, well, that is that is a verb. Are you not each other's fiance? That is true. 
but it's not it's a ju- verb. Jubilean, whatever. You don't it is. do after She is fiance. my fiance, but we are not fiance to each it's, other. We are engaged. To it's each whenever other. you turn a noun into a verb. Y'all true. are fianced. You're not Shakespeare. I'm not. You're right. <laughs> you don't get to just create. Words. I'm just a poor boy. <laughs> Though my story seldom told. Squandered thy resistance. Is that Hamilton? For a pocket full of marbles, which are promises. Is that Hamilton? Oh, West Side Story. All lies in debt. Still, the man is what he wants to hear and disregard the rest. The boxer? Simon and Garfunkel. It's all right. All right, kick a poo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> were you going some, yeah, somewhere? Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. somewhere you're, well, you're I was just, just like, y'all are, y'all are engaged. Just, just a fun fact. <laughs> y'all are, like yeah. I, thought, I was yeah. hoping y'all were going to take that somewhere, but it looks like we're not. So, how, what, what, what do you wish to know? How, how did you propose, Cole? Uh, no, how did you guys meet? Oh, meet? even better. Oh. Yeah, geez, you want to take on. this? You want me to take this? No, I, actually, I tell the long version. She tells the short version. Yeah, when Cole tells stories, he tells them like super detailed, and they Too last details. for like three hours. He tells you the specific price of the sandwich that he bought and all Happened the one toppings time. on it. <laughs> <laughs> one time, never let it. me. I'm like, ah, we had mutual friends. That's how we met. And that is that the is story. the short story of how we met. Is we had mutual friends, um, and we hung out, and I was like, hey, she's pretty cool. Then we hung out some more. And I said, I think I like her. And then I introduced <laughs> her to my mom and my sister. And then I asked her out. Nice. <laughs> she That's met the family. That is, and then you're like. Framed no. in a comedic way. But that is actually what happened is he literally like, right afterwards. <laughs> he was like, oh, you're an education major. My sister's interested in that. Like, you want to talk to my sister about that? And I was like, okay. <laughs> we were not. Sure. We, I did not officially <laughs> asked her out at this point. And most of it was just an established interest yep. in each other. Then did that, and literally moments after they, my my mom and sister left, I was like, "Hey, I've been trying to find time to do this," <laughs> and I asked her out. She nice. said yes. She wasn't scared off by the fact that I had just done that. Nice. So, like, did you good. ask her out with your family around? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it was just the two of us. Great, great. Smart. He's just standing there. So. Want to go out as his mom and his sister saying, Mom, there, you like, don't know this, Whoa. but this is actually the woman I want to be my future girlfriend. Uh-huh. But I'm glad you're here to witness this moment. <laughs> <laughs> you I like, you like, happy. shove, like, you like, shoulder your mom. You're like, Mom, watch this. Hey, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> watch this. Watch this. I'm standing there, like, looking at him, looking at his mom, looking at his sister. I'm like, ah. Uh, sh- sure. I'm sick. <laughs> I, I got a class I gotta, yet, I gotta go <laughs> so are y'all both originally from Tennessee no. no I I was actually born in Pueblo Colorado were you really yeah did oh. you not know this about me no was everyone born in Colorado I was born in Pueblo um and I'm I'm left whenever I was six months old so I remember nothing of it, but this is my homecoming, moving back to Colorado in August. Oh, that's August. fascinating. Um, and I was in Missouri for a few years and then spent like ages four through 22 in Tennessee. Good old Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, home of Dollywood. <laughs> right. If you, want, right. if you want Dollywood tickets, I can probably hook you up. My, uh, uh, not Dolly Parton. It's Elvis. Never mind. Elvis, Elvis is in Memphis. Also, Tennessee. My, my neighbor. Um, Not Memphis, in, Egypt, to be confused. <laughs> yes, just to <laughs> clarify. Talking about Memphis, Tennessee, where they have the other pyramid, the one that's sponsored by Bass Pro. Yeah. Huh. The Bass Pro pyramid. That, that, that's also a real thing. Interesting. My neighbor back in Alabama was really good friends with Elvis, and Elvis wrote a bunch of his songs about her. Very interesting life. 
Interesting. I watched her dog one time and her kid. No, her grandson. Her grandson. To be I clear, watched. are we talking about Dolly Parton? No, Elvis. Oh, we're talking about Elvis. Okay. Yeah. My neighbor. Neighbor was friends with Elvis. Was friends with Elvis. Yeah. Okay. I thought he was. You were saying. How was your neighbor? Like 80. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. anyway, I'm I'm mostly from Tennessee, but my birth certificate says Colorado. Nice. Emma? I'm from Minnesota. Minnesota. So. Minnesota. Wait, did you grow up there and, and live there until you went off to college? Yep. I grew up in Minnetonka, Minnesota. Home of wow. Minnetonka moccasins. Not really. I don't think they were. I don't know if they're actually based there, but they're called Minnetonka Moccasins. Is that a sports that? team? Sport of. Or no, just a no, brand. It's a, it's a, oh. literally a brand of shoes. What sports team would you name the moccasins? <laughs> the water moccasins. I went, I went like sports team, snake, didn't even think about the no, shoe. No, footwear. I was like, oh, the snake was named after the, okay, okay. Like, that's all right. So what made you choose? Did you? I presume you went to school in Tennessee. That's how you met yeah. Cole. This what is made correct. you choose Belmont? Um, I did not want to go to school in the Midwest, unlike the rest of the 700 people in my senior year class. Yeah. She went to a 3,000-person so, high school. Very large high school. So I looked at a lot of schools in Dylan. Texas, looked at a lot of schools in Tennessee, and chose Nashville. Nice. Belmont. Baylor, Belmont. What what attracted y'all to Belmont? I had really good scholarships to go to Belmont. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there I wasn't getting paid to go there, but I was getting paid a lot to go there. So yeah. I've got minimal student debt and studied theology, which I can do at a public school. Nice. Yeah, and also I wanted to live in Nashville because Nashville's cool. Yeah, Nashville was cool. That was a big draw, and I like that it was smaller. That it wasn't like a huge university. Mm -hmm. so. And they had art education, which a lot of the other schools I was looking at, yeah, I either had to study education with like an art minor or flip-flop it. So I liked that they had what I wanted to study. Nice. Fun. So did y'all meet each other pretty close to? We met like second semester of freshman year. Nice. Yeah. Started yeah. hanging out. Yeah, we played some laser tag together. It was great. How that long was, did it take? That was like our first like real conversation. How long did it take till you asked her out? Um... Let's see. I met her freshman year. We started dating October sophomore year. So, oh. but I really like. I really was, like started like having like feelings and like got feelings like beginning of sophomore year. Nice. Before that, I had seen her. I was like, oh, she's pretty cute. Yeah, he was pretty pretty quick. She appreciates. She appreciates I, I that I did not play that. games. I appreciate that he did not text me for like four months, and I was like, what is this? But yeah. nice. Yeah. Nice. Yes. So y'all met six, eight months later. You asked her out. Yes. And then. Then we dated four, for three years. Three years. And, and then got fiancé. And got fiancé, yes. <laughs> yeah. How got, did how did you ask her to become your fiancé? Okay, so here's the thing. It's the it's day before. It's called a proposal. Huh? It's called a proposal. No, that's what you do for businesses. What did you. <laughs> how did you. <laughs> uh, so the day. This is. The thing, the day before, um, the day before I proposed, I was in a car wreck and totaled my car. Okay. Um, so that was exciting. I was going to the airport to pick up a friend. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan's like, how's it going? I said, pretty great. Totaled my car. <laughs> um, but I, I got some of her best friends uh, to come out to secretly to Colorado to surprise her. 
and I got us uh, reservations at a place called Mercantile in Denver. It's right next to Union Station. It's super good. Um, it's really good. Would you say it was really good? Yeah, it was good. Good. Just double checking. So, but we, I picked her up from the airport because she got home from, she was home for Christmas break. Picked her up from the airport, um, barring, or from not from the airport, from Union Station, barring a friend's car uh back to her place and she's getting ready because i had already established like hey we're going on a date tonight um and so she's in her place and she was as we were there like she was getting ready like putting on her makeup she's like she's like i didn't have time to do your makeup hope you're not my makeup hope you're not proposing tonight (laughs) i literally made that joke i was like i didn't purely as a joke full time to prepare so you better not propose to me tonight and me me in the next room was like Literally, like, just, like, put my head down, and, like, I was like, oh, my gosh. So I was like, why would you make that joke? You've never made that joke before, ever. But today of all days, you're making that joke. Yeah. Um, we went out to dinner. While we were out to dinner, um, all of her friends, like, went into her apartment and, like, decorated her apartment. Um, if you're friends with me on Facebook, just going to plug my Facebook, I guess. I don't know. such a weird plug. Everybody, <laughs> like, plugs plug. Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> if you're on Your Facebook. Your first, first, first ever Facebook plug on the, podca- <laughs> on the podcast. Um, there's a bunch of pictures of the engagement. Uh, her friends did an awesome job of, like, putting out candles, lights, a um, bunch of picture frames that I had gotten. They uh, put it up right in front of the fireplace in her apartment. So while we, they were doing that, while we were out to dinner, we came back uh, – I told her that we were going to go out to the botanical gardens just because I needed a place for her to think that we were still going to do things. This place is nice. Yeah. yeah it's like, it was like a pretty good, like, she's like, oh, that's really sweet. Like, that's a good idea. In my head, I'm like, we're not going to the botanical gardens, but that's okay. You'll still be happy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. Uh, so in the car ride back, she's like, she's like, are we running out of time? She's like, should we just head straight to the botanical gardens? I'm like, no. I'm like, we need to go back to your apartment for you to also, change into comfy clothes. He was like super nervous. I was so nervous. And yeah. Cole is not someone to ever be nervous about anything. Like he's just pretty, pretty steady emotionally. And I was like, why are you so nervous? It's so anxious. I blamed it all on the car wreck the day before. Yeah. I was like, I'm just really jittery from the car wreck still. Nice. I was like, nice. Okay, That's that good. makes sense. Yeah. Hey, fun fact. If you get in a car wreck the day before you propose, it actually makes proposing easier. Because the most stressful thing that's going to happen to you that weekend has actually already happened. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. You would never know. Yeah. Until it happens. To you. Uh, but yeah, so I was like, no, we need to get you into comfy clothes. Like, you're wearing heels. You're going to hay walk around like, in heels. I don't care. She's like, I don't care. I'm like, no, we need to go back to your apartment. Um, so I walked back to the apartment. Uh, I opened the door and she's like, what is happening? There's that uh, her roommates had music playing. Uh, I don't even know what song it was. It was something romantic. Yeah, don't no don't diggity. That's Definitely. the one. Nice. That's the one. I'm I'm shocked <laughs> that you knew it. We didn't. <laughs> it was actually "Party in the USA" by uh, yes. Miley Cyrus. Ooh, good one. Actually, "Shots" by LMFAO really gets you in the mood. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> do you, <laughs> you want me by rave partner? <laughs> forever and always <laughs> uh so i brought her inside uh and she's like she's like i did you say i think you maybe at some point you're like what's happening and then you maybe said is this what i think it is no uh, i didn't say you didn't that. say that that's okay good <laughs> that's just in my head that's maybe in my in my, in my narration it was like she's like she's like what the heck is happening right now which that was true 
drop down on one knee as is custom and nice uh I wrote down my little proposal speech beforehand, which is great because if I had tried to just like memorize it, it just would have all been gone. It just would have forgotten all of it. So right. uh, there's there's a tip for any prospective uh, f- people trying to get fiancéd. Um, yeah. Write down your proposal speech. <laughs> if you're in the fiancé market. Yeah, if you're in the market, if you're looking to get fiancéd up, uh, write down your proposal speech. It helps. Call 1-800-FIANCÉD. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've never realized that fiancé and Beyonce rhymed. Mm. Really? That's deep. Uh, <laughs> That's deep. That's deep. Um, pulled out a ring. <laughs> she looked at it. She said, That's a pretty darn good ring. And yes, that's what I said. Verbatim, that's, that's what she said. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> said just because it's a pretty good darn ring. Sure, yeah. Yep, just because of that. No, no other reason. And she said yes. And I gave her a hug. And I said, She said yes, come on out. And then all of her friends ran out. And she was like, and you were. I was more excited. She was honestly both more shocked and more excited (laughs) about her friends being there than the proposal. But that's okay because you know, I brought them there so that she could be excited about it with them. Yeah. So, did you know that he was going to propose that night? Mm, She knew something was up. I knew he was acting nervous and acting weird. I knew he had been like thinking about it. Was the excuse of the car wreck? Did that throw you off any scent? A little bit, honestly. I thought he yeah. might just really be nervous because of the car. I was most nervous, like driving. when we were like in the car, like whenever we were driving in the car to the restaurant was whenever I was the most nervous. So mm-hmm. I was behind the wheel, so I could pretty easily like just be like, I'm just really nervous because I haven't driven since I got in the wreck. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, really, the solution to any proposal problems is just getting in a car wreck the day before. <laughs> yeah, it sounds expensive. Yeah. yeah. Well. So does so, so does so, so does a wedding. And <laughs> <laughs> it's all a part of the process, I think. So it's all right. Cole just kicked my dust. I did. Nearly knocked the candle over and set the whole room on fire. Bad. Yeah, would have been bad. Hmm. Would have been good podcast material though. It would have. Yeah, <laughs> they just would have heard like the yells of like <laughs> fire, fire, cut, it just cut, yeah. and then it returns and said, "We've extinguished the fire." <laughs> Has there ever been like a reality TV shows similar to Punked, where people think people propose and like a girl's like wow, but then it's a Punked kind of moment? No, but there should be. That would be bad. What we should get we should get MTV on the phone like right now. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds like an MTV show. It is. It should be. So, Dylan, it's about that time. It's time for the complaining corner. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of excited. I mean, I'm kind of excited, too. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Dylan. What you got to complain about? <laughs> One hour pickups, right? All right. So yesterday, I was like, I didn't even... <laughs> what type, like, what what type just... of pickups are we talking about? <laughs> like, we... we... <laughs> so, like, pickups, like, you order something on, like, the Target app and do, like, a one-hour pickup. Something like that kind of stuff, right? So before you do this often, no, this is my first time, <laughs> right? So yesterday before Skate City, I, I need to get a new keyboard for my desktop computer because my other one, the Stanford. So I'm like, cool. But like, it was an hour before I, we had to leave to Skate City for Sophie's birthday party. I just wanted to get it done, but I still hadn't eaten dinner yet. So I was like, cool. I'll just like do a one hour pickup. So by the time. I'm leaving. I could go pick it up and go to Sophie's party at Skate City. 
And so uh, I was supposed to get an email from Best Buy, right, saying it's ready to pick up after an hour, right? And I ordered it at like 6 p.m. And i leaving the house at like 7 p.m. I'm looking at my email. I don't have freaking any notification that my one-hour pickup is ready, mm. right? It's just a freaking keyboard. Like, go – walk is a five-minute ordeal. Like, it, ugh, and, like, it made me <laughs> – it, it made me start thinking. It was like, how, how – why, why do people need one-hour pickups? I get, like, the idea of you have a lot of shopping that takes up a lot of time. Like, that would be useful for one-hour pickups, right? But there, I, I was in line today to pick up that keyboard, and there was, like, a few people in line getting their also one-hour pickups, allegedly. And uh, they're all just getting, like, one or two items. I'm like, did that really take an hour, you know, to get all that stuff, right? It's just a freak one item. So, like, why do people use one-hour pickup and they have to go get – it just takes the same amount of time. It sounds to me like you have more of a problem with Best Buy than you do the concept of a one-hour pickup. I, I think the idea is silly. and I think you were just bitching about the exact same thing that you did. <laughs> like, everybody else, only one-hour Right, but up. mine was a very specific ordeal. Right, so it was probably theirs. Really tough. You could have walked in. To Best Buy. How long would it have taken you? Five minutes. I don't know, because I don't know where the keyboards are, but I know where the pickup is. You look at the sign that says keyboard. Dude, have you ever been in it? Do you know that retail stores usually organize things? Yes. You can ask the people <laughs> in the blue shirts. I yeah, that's what there. their job is. I don't want to ask them. <laughs> I don't want to be bothered when I'm shopping, right? I have my AirPods in. I'm Jeez. listening to a freaking JJ Reddick's podcast. I can't be bothered. Free plug for JJ Reddick's podcast. Really good. <laughs> What's the next thing to complain about? <laughs> Audi drivers. <laughs> Why did none of them use their blinker? We got you have an expensive car, so you think you're better than I'm, everyone else on the road. I'm so sorry for headphone users. <laughs> Just you. That goes beyond all all Audi drivers. Everyone just needs to use their blinker. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that this is like really just Audi drivers are there at the beginning of your. I just tank. I notice it most with Audi drivers that they don't use the blinkers. One thing that I, that also upsets me, but it's when somebody breaks and is nearly at the turn and then put on their blinker. That upsets me more than not using your blinker at all. Yeah, because like you're a blinker user and you're gonna wait until you have the entire like lane behind you piled up. Because you're slowing down to turn right, just put on the blinker, and I would have stopped earlier. I thought you were slowing down, right? I thought you were just slowing down. So I'm, like, going to, like, slow down, but not as much as you're slowing down because you're going to start going again soon. And then there goes the blinker. Now i got to slam on my brakes. I'm with you on this one, Dylan. There you go. Uh, but if you drive an Audi, don't be an asshole. See, my my getting ramped up calmed him down, so it's this back and <laughs> forth that we have. <laughs> What's the next thing to complain about? Last one. Uh, we live in the age of in, uh, misinformation. And uh, that's true. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the only okay. thing. All right, next segment. <laughs> <laughs> and people are just panicking about this coronavirus when it's not that big of a panic. New, newly discovered in Colorado. Right. <laughs> Ooh, freaking... <laughs> 
Who's that? <laughs> See, now you sound nervous. <laughs> all, all the retail stores are running out of toilet paper because the people are panicking. I couldn't. True. I went to Target the other day to get some Excedrin migraine because I get uh, headaches regularly, and all the medicine was gone. <laughs> you should have done a one-hour pickup. <laughs> no, because it doesn't work when they're out of stock. <laughs> but anyway, like people, listen. I get that it, this coronavirus is scary, right? Uh, but like it's there's widespread panic when it's not that bad like swine flu in this uh time frame that you know this has been around killed more and more and more people in a short amount of time than this virus has right and freaking people are noticeably Ooh. twitter did not exist when the swine flu existed no it did barely not, Wait, this, no, no, not no. In the way it does now no, yeah, if it did no. exist I um, made a mistake the other night. I said something very inappropriate regarding to somebody freaking out about the coronavirus. They were talking about their 97-year-old grandfather and how they're scared that like, they would die because of the coronavirus because he made a promise that they would see their graduation. Oh I was pretty sleep-deprived the other day, and I was half paying attention. I go, oh, he's lived a good life. And I stop. I go, oh, oh. I can't say that about another person's family nope. member. I am nope. so sorry. And they go, yeah, you can't say that. That is like, you're an asshole for saying that. Like, I'm so sorry. This is just it a was, random person. It was, uh, no, it was a friend. Yeah. We know her. But yeah, I'm not going to dox her. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Just going to dox myself. And it, it, but I'm an asshole sometimes. Listen, people, and like, people are like stockpiling face masks, masks. And, like, you don't need to. Because face masks don't – no, you don't need the face mask. You need to wash your hands. Right. Wa washing your hands for 20 seconds is, like, one of the most important things you can do. And, like, one, I think this, you know, outbreak is going to help people wash their hands more regularly, which is something everyone needs in their life, you know? But <laughs> – I thought they – any comments about that? No. Okay, cool. Just listening. Yeah. <laughs> Have y'all seen the TED Talk where the guy just washes his hands? He, like, shows you how to wash your hands. It's a TED Talk. No, that's yeah. interesting. It's really – he shows you how to, like, properly use a paper towel. So you're, like, supposed to shake your hands so you only have to use one paper towel. Did you know with the hair dryers, you're not supposed to just leave them. You're supposed to, like, do this motion. Yes. That's crazy. The, Everyone knows that. I didn't know that. I was just – I was always just, uh, like – the, yeah, do you know that, that, you know that the blow dry, those blow dryers also actually spread more germs because there's like germs collecting there and it's Doesn't blowing onto your hands. Doesn't surprise me. Um, for those that are listening to a podcast, Dylan's um, <laughs> he was comparing <laughs> the motions of just opening his hands and turning them for the air like to dry them off underneath. versus rubbing your hands as if you're washing them underneath. So he, Dylan doesn't do the washing hand motion. He does I, I, wait, this, is, this isn't a video podcast. This is not a video podcast. I do the rubbing no. now. Dang. I do the rubbing now because I saw something that was just like, you're supposed to do that. Not because people are like shocked. Yeah. I also do the pancakes versus rubbing. <laughs> Come on guys. I had, Come on. I also leave with my hands half wet and I just use my yeah. pants. I mean, so that's, that's, that's yeah, pants. yeah, that's acceptable. Yeah. So the coronavirus and it doesn't help. Right. Trump. Like, 
he's he's talking about hunches about this stuff and he's like it's gonna it's gonna go away once it gets warmer well here's the news trump it's also in australia and it's pretty fucking warm there <laughs> yeah again sorry for and he's users. like <laughs> and, he, and he's talking to people in meetings about like can we just use flu vaccinations for this no it doesn't work like that <laughs> Who's educating this man that's running our country? <laughs> do, you, do you want me, do you want someone to answer that? No, because I know the answer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, Anything guys, else? just wash your hands and uh, and use your blinker. Use your blinker <laughs> and uh, and don't use the one-hour pickup feature. Shop retail accordingly. <laughs> shop, 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 shop on Amazon, yep. and you never have to shop retail ever again. See, I thought about doing that with the keyboard because mm-hmm. I have one day shipping. But it sounds like you would have gotten the same amount of time. Probably. <laughs> probably. Big mistake. Except a callback to when Claire was on. Fuck Jeff Bezos. That was her. Oh big my thing. God! Retweet. I, I I have something else to complain corner is about. Still going. Come on. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. Uh, Je- oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is. Uh, that's so hard to add the apostrophe as his last name. Bezos is. Bezos is. Bezos is. His wealth. Amazon owner's wealth has reminded me about Mike Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, think I know where you're going with this. First of all. Yeah, I, this is this is the most political our podcast has ever been. This is wow. insane. Sorry. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna have to veto complaining corner. Is gonna turn into this? No, it's not. <laughs> I, the primary is just really not even. Man, I get I get I get why people will drop out after primaries because of low you know success, right? But it blows my mind that, like, that can happen. Because, like, Bloomberg won 20% of Colorado's voters. First of all, that's so much more than I thought people would vote for. Because, like, he was not a good mayor of New York, apparently. Just from no, what I've read. None and of the mayors of New York are good until they leave. True. Well, I think they're actually Gi- worse after they leave. Yeah, Giuliani. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> well, I heard, I heard um, who is it, uh, comedian guy. John Mulaney. John Mulaney yeah. on Jimmy Fallon talking about how like everybody hates the mayor of New York until yeah. they leave. And they're like, that's our mayor. Anyways. Anyway. Mike but Bloomberg. And who it, – it's just incredibly financially stupid, right, to spend $500 million on advertising and then just waste that all away once you drop out. Did you know that he spent $500 million on advertising – and only it, won American Samoa. $500 million is the more than the entire island of American Samoa makes. And you know year. what? Apparently, <laughs> the Flint water crisis can be solved with like $50 million. Yeah, so why didn't you yeah. just solve that? <laughs> Did you see the. That would have made him a great presidential candidate if he fixed true. Flint. That's honestly so true. Like, put us in charge of his team like yesterday. And be like, hey, you know what's better advertising than flooding everything with advertising? Is fixing the water crisis in Flint. Did y'all see the his um, team's tweet while they were in Flint? Like one of the, the like building got vandalized, and so they were playing like they were like America needs like America deserves better, 
And then somebody quoted it saying, imagine playing the victim in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> like yeah. that's and yep. having spent five hundred million dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Yep. Anything else to complain about, Dylan? No, I'm good. Nice. Great. So you're an art teacher, Evan? <laughs> <laughs> Is it my turn to do the complaining corner? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a middle school art teacher. You should just ask about horror stories of being a middle school art teacher, and I bet you can get two or three really good bits for the podcast. Great. Uh, that question to you. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So my room has been flooded. Like your your classroom or your living like room? My classroom. Oh, okay. Like by children yes. or by water? Both. Both. Nice. Uh. The eighth grade boys decided that it would be a grand idea to shove a bunch of paper towels down my sink oh, and then no. leave the sink on as I I have to like walk them back to the eighth grade hall and then walk my next class back down to my room. So I came back to a waterfall leading into a lake in the middle of my classroom. Oh my gosh. And my students were like, what do we do, miss? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so we just pretended it wasn't there and we continued class. <laughs> nice. Also, the students never call her by her name. They only ever call her Miss. I miss. I'm just, not just, Miss Shreple. I miss. Which miss. is actually kind of funny. They're always like, Miss. Hey, Miss. And I'm like, what do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> So your first inclination was just ignore the water and not call a custodian. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what so do I, we do? <laughs> turn off the sink. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I turned off the sink, doll. And I have this radio in my classroom for when kids get really rowdy and I can like radio and be like, I have this student who needs to leave my classroom. Where can I send him? And they're like, just send him to this classroom. (laughs) (laughs) The correct answer. (laughs) The correct answer. So I radioed, and they were like, do you have a class in there right now? And I was like, yes. And they were like, can you teach the class until the – because it was my last class of the day, like Mm. my last class that I taught. They were like, can we send someone in to clean it up after the class? And I was like – I guess, like, sure, that's fine. So I taught class with a lake in the middle of my classroom. Did you give it a name? No. <laughs> no. What would I'm you sure, have? I'm lake sure the Van students Go. gave it a name, yeah. probably. Yeah, I don't know probably. They, I don't know what they named it. What What school do you, do you teach at? Not Don't say the name of the school, but, like, what kind of school? How um, would you describe the school? I teach at a charter school um, that serves – a lot of students with like IEPs and 504s, so it's a lot of educational need. Mm. Okay. Um, and then it's a pretty diverse school as well. So, okay. Yeah, I have a lot of like English language learners in my classroom. Summer project for Emma is learn Spanish. Yep. Yep. Nice. Nice. I know Watch the some. bad words, so yeah, we got that. So you got really to catch the bad yeah. ones. Yep. Puta. Cuevos. Yep. Rancheros. Just uh, the worst. The worst, the worst <laughs> word. <laughs> I was once called a huevos ranchero. Ah, really made me really made me angry yeah. when when one of the kids called me a huevo ranchero in Texas. It was bad. Yeah, tell tell the novellas are good to learn Spanish with subtitles on. I used to I, I used to yeah. do that. <laughs> the more you know. Good to know. 
Yeah. I'm trying to think of another. That's the, the the lake one is like the big one. You're just like, I remember getting that text and you're just like, they made a lake in my classroom. They flooded it. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what other good texts I have gotten um, just like in the middle of the day. A student threw clay on my ceiling. And <laughs> the thing about teaching is that when these things happen, you can't get mad or freak out because that's what they want. Like, that's why they're acting out is they want to see you get mad. Mm-hmm. So you just have to, like, keep your cool. You just got to be like, dude. <laughs> so this kid threw clay on my ceiling. Those go up there. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. But you're not leaving school until that's cleaned up like entirely cleaned up and he was like oh just just stared at the ceiling so (laughs) the next second i turn around and he's standing on top of a table with a broom in his hand and he's trying to knock down the giant piece of clay that's on the ceiling and i was like if the principal walks in right now i'm probably fired but also, like, I'm not letting him go home until that clay is <laughs> off my ceiling. So, yeah. just gonna let it happen. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Dylan, you're a teacher. No, my mom is. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Uh. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm a wedding coordinator. That's what it is. Wedding coordinator. How's yeah. that going? I haven't done anything yet. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I meet with a couple on Sunday. Oh, nice. When, when's the, their wedding? In like two weeks. Oh, man. It's oh, every wow. spring break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I can't go to Galveston. Yeah. I yeah. think you should still go. No, I think you should still go, too. And just fly out of Houston. I'm not able to go, but you should still go. I think right. you should just fly out of Houston. No. Yeah. No. Why? Because uh, I... Uh, I'm terrible at money management. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got bills to pay. Fair enough. Yeah feel that on a spiritual level yes how do you coordinate a wedding in two weeks well so i'm not like a wedding planner i so i work for a church okay. and uh this is a super small church and i got this job like three weeks ago basically uh they have a church that meets around sundays but there's a young adults uh church that meets thursday nights and i'm buddies with the pastor jordan and uh the pastor's the main pastor's wife asked jordan if he knew anyone part of home downtown which is what our group is called if uh, he knew anybody that would be good at wedding coordinating and for some reason i was the first person he thought of which kind of makes sense because you know i'm like always doing like extra work there when i do volunteering but i was like cool that's interesting i guess i could do that because it pays like 150 or 200 dollars an event but uh so this is my wedding so for how many hours of work well i have to do a meeting with a couple and just make uh so this is my job. I what I'm doing on Sunday is meeting with the couple, and just going over what we as a church do and do not do for a wedding, is make them understand like some, set some ground rules for the wedding, <laughs> and like make make them sign some stuff. And What's one sure. of the things that you don't do that's like weird that you guys don't do it? That's weird. Yeah, that we don't. I mean, we don't like we're not in charge of like decorating. Oh, or, so not like rules of like we don't like help set up the wedding we're just yeah the I, house of the i'm wedding. i'm there to make sure the church is unlocked that everything like nothing burns down or yeah and be able to make sure to lock up yeah okay. so i i have to be there i have to do that meeting and then be there for rehearsal for a couple hours and then be there for the wedding so there's yeah. like so it's no, like less than 10 hours of work there's like no weird nice. rules of That's like midgets can't get married 
No, we're. In the I, I would hope we're all inclusive. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully until you get the midgets. Yeah. Then they just might not. Yeah. Yeah. If any of our listeners are uh, li- listening <laughs> <laughs> to this, uh, I, I I need another job because I got laid off <laughs> of my other job. So hook a brother up. What, what was your other job? So I was an administrative assistant for a fleet uh, truck repair company called a mobile transport repair. And uh, yesterday was my, was my last day. Uh, they threw a party for me. He um, he called me after he got laid off. He goes, hey, Paul, we got to stop doing the podcast. <laughs> and right before that, I told him our next guest was going to be a, like Claire on the podcast. And he goes, oh, okay. Well, I guess we could do it next week, but we can't do the podcast anymore. I go, why? He goes, because I'm getting late because I got laid off. I go, you got fired? He goes, no. no, got laid off. It's different. It's budgeting. I go, so why can't we do the podcast? Like, you don't have a job, so you have more time to do a podcast? It's funny. And well, in my mindset, in my mindset, right, because I was like, well, the job I had was like, it wasn't part-time, but it wasn't full-time either. It was, like, some weird in-between. But I was like, and that was just super lucky. So I'm like, any other job I have, it's probably going to be full-time, like a real 9 to 5. I'm also in school, too. So I'm like, when am I ever going to have time? So that was my mindset behind that call. And luckily, there are weekends. There are weekends. But you're always gone on weekends. Not anymore. I'm you were right for, now. like... Every weekend for like a month. It was three weekends in a row. I was it was gone. three weekends in a row. Yeah. It was only three. Hey, man. Watch it. It was the first three weekends of February. <laughs> just, just, the, I'm, I'm here as a supporter of the truth. Thanks. Thanks, Cole. <laughs> That's why we have you on the podcast. <laughs> to support the truth. Yeah. Support the truth. You can't handle the truth. I was hoping for you to say that, but. This ain't. To kill a mockingbird. <laughs> no. A few good men. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. All right. Well, the final thing that we do on this podcast is our artist of the week. So um, I kind of briefed y'all beforehand of uh, artists in a song. Usually after we say the artist in the song that we're talking about, then we're going to play a little snippet of the song, like a good 20 seconds. You legally do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> We don't have okay. a big enough base for them to support <laughs> the truth over here. And it's it's short enough where we don't break any laws. Okay. Where it's like twenty seconds. So I'm gonna go first, as I always do. This is called Cucumber Water by Bisquick. B I S K W I Q. Nah, so uh, not the milk. Yeah, no, that's Nesquick. Um oh. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're, you're right. And he does a bunch of like edits where he does like those popular songs or whatever and puts it to a new beat so this is cucumber water bisquick so that's cucumber water bisquick you're you just so you're really just plugging into club by 50 cent 20 years after it came out. Yep. That's what that was. I was like, <laughs> why is yeah, no, it so familiar? Yeah. It's 50 Cent Into Club. Um, who wants? To, whoever wants to go next can go next. You want to go ahead and... Yeah, my phone is was dead and is charging, so... Yeah, that's fine. Um, Cole is going next. He's pulling up. 
Who are you pulling up? So this is <laughs> Dylan recommended that I do a video game soundtrack because I couldn't yeah. think of any songs that I've been listening to recently. <laughs> uh, anyway, the video game Doom came out in 2016, and the sequel to Doom comes out in two weeks. I'm very excited. You kill lots of demons to like basically just straight up heavy metal, and it's awesome. So here. So if you can just imagine running around with a shotgun and shotgunning demons in the head, and that sounds like a good time to you, really by Doom. Blood it, it really does. That is, is it just one guy that does all the songs for Doom? Yeah, he does. He does all right, that's Mick list. Gordon. Mick Gordon. Mick Gordon. Shout out to Mick Gordon. I don't know if he's Mick, ever been shouted out before in his entire life. Gordon, last name. Mick with an M, not an N. Yeah, Mick Gordon. Mick. Mick Gordon. Doom. Up next, Emma, what you got? So, recently I got a TikTok to stay plugged in with my students. Ah, you have to. Just so that I know, like, their references and if they're calling me mean names or, like, what the jokes are. Yeah. And I've had this Roxanne song stuck in my head for, like, two weeks. Okay. So, yeah. here we go. Oh, yeah. So that's Roxanne by Arizona Zervis. So go ahead and uh, check him out on TikToks. And what you got, Dylan? Uh, so I don't have a song, but I have a playlist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, you did a playlist? I didn't. Someone did a playlist. Nobody did a playlist. The, uh, I purposely didn't bit. name my playlist last week. <laughs> I just showed one song on my playlist. But uh, I have a playlist. Uh, my something I have created. I uh, is I shared the song playlist. It was a song <laughs> oh. called playlist. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible name for a song. It's a great name for a song because he's talking about his playlist and how playlist. Brilliant marketing because anytime somebody looks up just playlist on Spotify, that song comes up. Well, and the song is about how playlists are better than radios, radio also channels. True. But go ahead, plug a playlist. Uh, Break the rules. My favorite playlist <laughs> of mine. I have a lot of playlists, uh, but my favorite one is "Riding Dirty in the Streets." <laughs> <laughs> I like if you to, want to look up Dylan on Spotify, what's your Spotify so, so they can follow you? Uh, if you look up Dylan Turner and see a nice, handsome guy in a blue button-up shirt, hopefully I pop up. Hopefully you pop up. <laughs> How do I look at my account? All right. Well, let me see if I can find – you You can pull it up. By Dylan. <laughs> my description for a skank oh, show. Oh, it's, it's not my senior photo. It's my the one that Max took. Yeah. Dylan Turner. He has 31 playlists. 31 playlists. Yeah. How many do I have? I don't I don't even think I have that many. I have 22 playlists. Some immediate highlights uh, from this playlist. Uh, XO, XO Tour Lift by Lil Uzi Vert. Uh, XO li- uh, Tour Life. I never listened to that song, so honestly, I didn't know. Uh, 
see some some Travis Scott. A lot of Post Malone on this playlist. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah. So when I usually <laughs> listen to this podcast is when I'm driving around town at night in my Ford Focus, and uh, I'm going this podcast. No, the playlist. Did I say oh, podcast? Yeah, yeah you oh, did. The Riding Dirty in the Streets playlist. Uh, I listen to it driving around at night, yeah, usually yeah. going 10 over. But Ford Focus the, sedan, not even the hatchback. No. Yeah. But I can't drive over. I can't drive 10 over anymore. I got to go speed limit because I've gotten two speed tickets. Dude, I got to tell you this. The other day, Tuesday, got this pulled made, this over. This actually made me so mad. Got pulled over going to Old Chicago after club. Really? 53 and a 40. That, that's where I got mine was on Austin Bluffs. Oh, you're going to be so upset about this. <laughs> he says, are you are you like, did you just move into town because you saw my license, Arkansas, driver's license from Arkansas? I said, yeah. He goes, college or military? I said, college. He said, well, slow down, but enjoy college. And then walk back to his car. God. Nothing. Not, not even a warning. Nothing. I hate that so much. <laughs> when I got my first speeding ticket, it was I was driving on a road I had never driven before, and I truly didn't know the uh, speed limit. And a cop pulled me over. I'm like, shoot. And, like, this is my first – I had been driving for four years, and, like, I would think that since I don't have a record, and I wasn't even – I was going, like, six over, which isn't even that – Six over? And they yeah. give you a speeding ticket? Yes! <laughs> you, you have reason to be upset. <laughs> I was like, maybe he'll just, you know, give me a warning since this is my first time ever This is also on Austin Bluffs? No, this one – Okay. I – yeah, that was my most recent one. Okay. That one is very reasonable. Like, how, how, being a lot how fast, fast were you going? <laughs> um, I, <laughs> like fifteen over. But he made it. He made Not it. Too bad. He no. made it. The guy brought it down, so it only showed like going five to nine. My over. My first speeding ticket, I was going twenty nine over. Oh my god! <laughs> I was actually going faster than that. They lowered it down so it'd be not a felony. <laughs> was that your ticket out to Tennessee? No. Okay. I didn't know this about you. No, this is like this is like the very first ticket I ever got. Whenever I was like, like, had been driving for like four months. <laughs> but uh, if you want to follow me on Spotify, I have some other good playlists. I have. <laughs> oh, I didn't know we we're still doing. I have uh, one uh, called "Feeding My Spicy Latin Appetite." All right. Which has a lot of the yeah. Spanish uh, Hispanic songs that I really like. Uh, I have my glamorous girl groups and my beloved boy bands. You literally bands. have a playlist that's just called Music That Max Likes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> that one's like all that re- weird indie music that Max likes, like Camp and like some of them. Uh, and, and such weird indie artists such as Mumford & Sons. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're, they're, they're not as indie, but they're like same. And Bon and the Lumineers. I have Lumineers in there. That's yeah. funny. I also have one that... A playlist called Writing Dirty in the Suburbs. <laughs> but, like, I had an idea for it, like, two years ago, but I can't remember what kind of music I wanted it. But it's I love that name so that's, much. Writing so Dirty in the Suburbs. Uh, yeah, that's my life. Oh, my gosh. These are – this is comedy gold just looking at this uh, playlist. Everyone, so, everyone go follow Dylan on Spotify. Check out his playlist. I have a pr- Somebody I- say drum roll so we can end this. <laughs> drum, drum roll. Drum roll. Please.